0: I'm here today with uh, Brother Sam McVeigh, who's coming to us all the way from his office in uh, Antioch, Tennessee, which is just outside of Nashville, and uh, so thankful for his friendship. Uh, Brother Sam has uh, been a friend of mine for the last few years, met him a few years ago. We were speaking at a missions conference together, and uh, he has served the Lord in the country of Spain, served the Lord here in the States. And so brother sam for those uh that will be watching today that uh haven't met you or don't know you why don't you take a moment and uh introduce yourself
1: all right well hey daryl it is so good to be with you and uh appreciate you and all the things that you guys are doing um and thank you for the opportunity of sharing sharing with you guys today Uh, uh i'm sam mcveigh i the Lord's uh, just been incredibly good to me uh, through my life, just growing up as a Free Will Baptist, uh, grew up in the panhandle of Florida, and then came to, um, to Welch College in Nashville, back then it was Free Will Baptist Bible College. While I was there, started working as a pastor's assistant at Cofer's Chapel, working with young people. And the Lord, uh, let us serve there for about 21 years, uh, helped get Truth and Peace started and worked with them and just, uh, uh, incredible opportunities working with young people and, uh, that kind of thing. Then the Lord redirected us to Spain and my wife, June and I, and our youngest daughter, Suzanne, went to Spain in 97 and uh, were there for about 17 years and then came back and, uh, we were working with International Missions for the next um, six or seven years, and then for the last uh, almost year, I've been working here with North American Ministries and uh, Church Relations, and uh, my wife, June, and I have two daughters, uh, one son-in-law and three uh, beautiful grandchildren. In fact, you can sort of see them back there behind me if you look real carefully, you know, so, <laughs> but anyway, it's good to be with you today, Darrell
0: that's great uh let, let's back up a little bit to um, your youth ministry that you, you you served for 21 years that's a uh, that's unheard of it seems like in this day and time uh, but God I'm sure allowed you to have an impact on a lot of young people coming through there you, you were able to see a few generations come through there um, what what kind of led you guys to make that transition from youth ministry to uh, ministry on foreign soil?
1: Well, uh, of course, uh, Kofers Chapel um, has always been a church that was uh, strongly involved in missions and in educating young people. Uh, The folks at Kofers were incredibly good to me, uh, allowing me opportunities to to serve outside the local church. uh, When we like say, when we started Truth and Peace back in 1984, one of our uh, main focus was to challenge young people, not only in leadership, but also how uh, God was going to use them and uh, their gifts and abilities. And one of the main emphasis was in missions. And so um, uh, not only was were we involved in missions from the very beginning at COFERS, but also in our youth ministry, challenging young people to answer God's call and uh, to be willing to go, whether whether uh, he called them into full-time ministry or not. We wanted them to be willing to do that, and so um, following our own challenge to young people, uh, June and I, uh, at various times in our ministry there would, when missionaries would come through or we would Have a missions emphasis, uh, we would pray and just say, Lord, you know, if you want us to go and do that kind of thing, uh, we're willing to do it. But it seemed like um, there was not a call, and our calling was to be there to support through our prayers and our finances. Missionaries who who were going, we went and visited uh, friends in Spain uh, in 92 just to. Get to know the work there a little bit better having no idea that a few years later the lord would redirect us there but um around 95 as we were uh, as i was visiting with our friends jeff and susan Turnbow, actually it was a really spiritual moment because we were playing racquetball uh, and uh, Jeff and I spent more time talking about the needs in Spain than we did concentrating on racquetball, and uh, as a result of that conversation and just asking questions, the Lord began to open the doors, and uh, literally in less than two years from that conversation, we were in Spain uh, as part of the team there in Spain uh, to, to work in leadership development, as well as uh, discipleship, Bible studies, church planning, a little bit of everything,
0: so. That's awesome. So you said uh, you made the move over to North American Ministries around a year ago. Uh, Kind of share with us what your responsibilities uh, are there.
1: Uh, Yes, um, Brother David uh, contacted me and uh, asked me if I would... uh, be willing to come in and have a chat with him, and uh, he um, he asked me if I would be willing to come and work in the area of church relations, and uh, so uh, I was thrilled for the opportunity to to do that. I did a lot of that uh, as part of my uh, work with uh, international missions, and um, as a result, through the through the years, working there with uh, with young people in truth and peace, and then Um, challenging young people to be involved in missions. The Lord has given me the the privilege uh, and opportunity to to know a lot of our pastors and church leaders across the denomination, and so um, uh, I was excited for that opportunity uh, to come in, and so uh, of course I I started the 1st of February, and everybody knows, uh, unless they've been under a rock somewhere, what's happened since about March, and so, uh, you know, started off strong, and then uh, a month later, everything began to be canceled, and so a lot of what I've done in the last several months has been over the phone, or in just one-on-one meetings, uh, although it is beginning to open up, uh, and I'm excited to get back out there and get into churches, but um, I've just tried to stay in contact with pastors, with our church planters, uh, just uh, praying with them and trying to encourage them. And uh, uh, it's exciting to to hear from our church planters, even in the midst of COVID and uh, all the challenges that it brings, that uh, uh, God is still moving and people are still being saved. And uh, we're moving forward, confident that God is going to uh, provide the opportunities for us to see these new church plants come into existence. And so basically my responsibilities uh, are to uh, travel and to share in our churches uh, what God is doing, uh, not only in our church planning ministry, but also the the chaplaincy with the excitement of even bringing some new chaplains on into the program uh, with our Hispanic work. And seeing, especially now in the United States, the Hispanic population is growing at an incredible rate. And being able to see and help to maybe some churches to um, add Spanish ministries or to be involved in trying to reach the Hispanic speaking population. Uh, And so helping in that area as well as um, even helping in with the master's men, uh, was able to go here a few weeks ago down to Pensacola and help with some of the disaster relief cleanup down there. And uh, uh, so basically just being involved in all the various areas of of what North American Ministries is is here to do. So thoroughly enjoying working here with this team that we have here and, uh, and really excited about the possibilities of getting out and getting into more of our churches to just share with them across the denomination what God's doing through North American Ministries.
0: And then I think that kind of sums it up, doesn't it? You, you, you're kind of a, a liaison in, in a sense between our local churches and North American Ministries to right. keep our churches abreast of, of what God's doing.
1: Yes. And North mm-hmm. American
0: Ministries, for those that don't know, is our church planning arm of our our denomination uh here in north america um and and so that covers a lot of territory yeah. <laughs> and uh a lot of ground and um uh of course i'm employed by north american ministries and and i can say the same that it's a wonderful team of, of people that work there in the office that do a lot behind the scenes that help provide us training and, and uh, encouragement and different things throughout the year. Um, and part of that's made possible through the North American missions offering that's coming up, uh, I believe exactly. this, this month. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. It's uh, November 22nd. Um, and hopefully our churches have received, uh, materials. If not, they can go online to our website at FWB, uh, uh, nam and uh, org and uh, download the materials that uh, they might need and if they need anything they can uh, certainly give me a call text me or email me and um, I'll get the information to them but uh, we're certainly hoping praying and trusting the Lord for a good response uh, even in the midst of coronavirus uh, that our churches will be generous and uh, give to that North American Ministries offering.
0: I know that uh, that offering does help our church planters in a lot of different ways um, with training and different things throughout the year and Mm -hmm. I can personally vouch that you know it's been a blessing to me and uh, I know a lot of our church planters feel the same way. If a church was interested in maybe having you or somebody from North American Ministries come for a service, um, what what would they expect? What would they expect uh, or what can you provide or offer to the local church uh, if they're interested in having you guys come for a service?
1: Well, uh, of course, any one of us would be glad to come and and share. And um, we, wanted, we want to come and do whatever the church needs. Um, course, one of the things that I find out is so many of our folks just do not have any idea of all the different things that North American Ministries is responsible for, and so um, uh, when I am in a church, sometimes they will give me the Sunday school time or or a separate time where I can just share and let them ask questions about the various ministries uh, that we're responsible for, and uh, then course uh, in some churches they invite us to preach and so we're able to uh, share share the gospel through preaching um, and uh, at others you know if we may just take a few minutes during the morning service to to be able to share and to just uh, tell the stories I uh, I like to say that I have the gift of making a short story long and and um, but there are so many exciting stories, uh, Daryl. you know, I mean, just like what's going on with you guys there in Erie, uh, and we could just sh- share stories on and on and on about how God is blessing and how churches are being planted. Just last week, we had uh, several guys in for uh, our, what we call our, our boot camp, but we are, we are um, uh, training some new church planters, uh, to go out. Uh, one young guy that was here is going out as an associate church planner with a work that's just now being established. Another one is in the process of establishing a brand new work. Uh, and uh, then we had, uh, well, actually, two two of them that were going to establish a brand new work, uh, one in Southern California, one in, in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, new works that uh, we're working to get uh, church planners trained and ready for. And then we actually had a couple of couple of pastors that came in that uh, wanted help and doing some revitalization. One is doing a complete uh, relaunch of uh, brand new work and the other one is is doing sort of a restart. Um, and so you know those are the kind of things that we provide here. At North American Ministries, and so many of our churches just don't know about about that, about masters men, about uh, disaster relief, about our that we're the endorsing agency for the chaplaincy program, and we have Terry Austin here that heads that up, and and uh, so you know, I, when when I go to church, I always talk to the pastor and just try to find out what are the needs, what what would he like us to uh, focus on, and. Um, we try to focus on that, but just give an overall view of why we believe it's important uh, to support through your prayers and through your giving uh, the ministries of North American missions, North American ministries.
0: Awesome. Well, Brother Sam, I appreciate you taking time to sit down with us for a few minutes today and, and share about the upcoming offering and what you're, what God's doing in your life right now. I hope that uh, you guys can get up to Erie before long, one way or the other. And uh, we'd love to have you anytime you're up up this way.
1: I sure appreciate it, Daryl. It's great to visit with you. And if uh, if I can do anything for, for you and guys in Erie or for any of our pastors, church planners that are listening, uh, I'll be glad to. You can give them my number and uh, or my email address. My email address I'll give you is just Sam at Erie nafwb.org and uh, drop me an email, uh,
0: and I'll be glad to help
1: any way I can, but it's great to visit with you today.
0: Awesome. God bless you, brother Sam. I appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.